and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zaratti. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press multimedia producer, Aaron Labar. And we are in a field. We are in a field at the Winnipeg Folk Festival 2018. We're back and we have a special guest with us. Do you want to introduce our guest, Aaron? Sure. Today we have Donovan Woods, singer-songwriter from Sarnia, Ontario, Polaris-nominated, Juno-nominated, Canadian Folk Music Award winner, question mark? Yes, correct? Okay. Okay. That's true. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the pod. We're so happy to have you here. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, so as we start always, is how was your week? So what have you been up to this week? Um, my my kids are off school and I don't have a job, so I uh, <laughs> am just doing stuff with them. We were in Sarnia for a bit, swimming in the lake. Nice. And then we were back in uh, Toronto and we were going to trampoline uh, parks and all the things you do with kids during the summer. And uh, it was uh, pretty exhausting. I'm but they're running, they're you know, they're running hot at this point. I'm terrified of trampoline parks. Yeah, I, I don't go on the trampoline. <laughs> I was going to be like, will, how was that experience I know, I for will you? Break, I, I feel like <laughs> my knee will just shatter and turn to dust. Did everybody here have to do trampoline? trampoline in gym class in school we didn't have we didn't do that no we had that that's a rich school i feel like you it guys was had a trampoline mm, mm, it was like a rental trampoline that i feel like went to all the schools oh, really? and they set it up in the gym and it, people were like super pumped that it was like trampoline <laughs> t- and not me i was always like filled with terror because you're basically relying on your classmates yeah also, I'm worried you. about just physically going through the trampoline and hitting the ground. Like, it's right? for children, this it's, facility. It's scary. And the other parents are out there. Um, and there's moms out there diving in, bouncing off the walls. But I'm not. I can't. I can't do it. Not that kind of dad. I can't do that. No. <laughs> no. I, I mean, I I can't. I can't do it. I'm going to hurt myself. It's I'm true. Trying, I have to come and do this <laughs> on the weekend. So, you know. That sounds uh, like it was a good week anyway. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good week. I was at um, Dolphins Country Fest last weekend. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was intense. It was like this. It was very, very hot. And then on Friday, it just like pissed down rain. Yeah. Like to the point where I was stranded at the top of a hill because a moat had formed around it. And it was like <laughs> a two feet deep and I couldn't get through. And then I had to go through it to get to my computer, which was at the bottom of the hill, to file on deadline in the rain. Oh, yeah. That's not great. It was intense. Every time I've ever been to a country fest, I've looked out at the crowd of the country fest and I've thought to myself... Thank God I'm not out there with those people. It <laughs> yeah, that. I can't. It's full on. Like I also Oof. covered intense Fest. is the word. What you said. Yeah, it that's, is intense. That's how it feels. And it also poured the year I was sent to cover it. And uh. but people were still like, they're just like, well, we'll just inflate this makeshift yeah. craft. Also, yeah. it shocked me how many things can become receptacles for beer. Uh. So like jerry cans oh God. kids t-ball sets like no. they were literally drinking beer out of everything so this is a, this festival has a different vibe it's yes a bit more yeah it's a bit more chill a bit but more cosmopolitan maybe yeah <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit about that later on okay <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to start off by talking a little bit about your new record, Both Ways. Okay. So why Both Ways? Because when I hear that, it makes me think of You Can't Have It Both Ways. Yeah. That's Is that sort of where you're going from? That's kind of what I was thinking about. Yeah. I was thinking about um, uh, kind of making fun of that old saying and saying, uh, oh, you can't have it both ways? Well, here you go. Here it is both ways. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it also, to me... Um, sort of speaks to how I like to write lyrics and and my sort of philosophy for writing lyrics that if you can make it mean if you can make it the meaning of the line straddle the line between meaning a negative thing and a positive thing at Mm -hmm. the same time all the way through the song then you've written something that's capacious and has like room for interpretation in it so it speaks to that and also the record includes kind of uh, some of the bigger songs I've recorded and probably 
really the biggest songs I've recorded and the smallest songs I've ever recorded. So I feel like um, like in terms of arrangement terms and of production, production, value yeah, and arrangement and all yeah. that stuff. So I, I felt like definitely it, was a, it was started to be an app title. It was a title I thought of a long time ago, and then when those pennies start to drop, it starts to make sense in more than one way. Yeah, you go, oh, this really is the title. Maybe I think. Did you spend a lot of time in Nashville writing these songs? I know you worked yeah. down there quite a bit. Some of them were written there. Some of them were written at my house in uh, in Toronto. I can't. I don't know. I, it's all. It's all just a big blur <laughs> at this point. I, I'm just constantly writing. So it's wherever I, wherever I am is where it goes down. It okay. I don't know. I don't know that there's much Nashville. There's a couple of Nashville place names actually, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, my favorite song is I Ain't Never Love No One. So oh, I was wondering if you could talk to me thanks. a little bit about that because it has my other favorite sad singer-songwriter, Rose Cousins, yeah, who I love, love so I much. I love Rose so much, She's too. just so incredible. She's the best. She's I, the too, best love Rose, but we're I sharing a microphone, so I am having a hard time <laughs> chiming in and interrupting as I yeah. usually do. Yeah, it requires a physical movement, too, as well. We'll get as closer. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Rose. Rose was like, we had, I wanted her to come and sing a harmony, and then... Um, she when she showed up she thought she said i think it's a duet and sang it as a duet and uh she's like i want my part to be bigger basically so. <laughs> i mean she walked in and we, were, we started explaining to her what she's we wanted like her to do me of this podcast yeah she's very yeah, she's <laughs> chiming in and, amazing. and she sort of showed up and was like we were like hey we want you to go in and do this and she was like you shut up i'll do what i want and then she <laughs> That's what she did in the booth, and we thought, that's perfect. Let's yeah. leave it. Yeah. I'm trying to convince my fiancé to make that one of our wedding songs. Don't do that. Don't no, do I that. read that. Yeah, don't. That's too sad. It's do not sad. Do you feel like it's a happy song? I feel like it's See, an optimistic song. See, here's the thing that's song. weird about it is that Rose and I actually had a bit of a fight about it while we ate chicken fingers one time because <laughs> she thought, that's what we do, she and I, when we're together. We eat chicken fingers and fries. Um, and she thought that it was a song about finally finding love after a long I agree. I, and I don't think it is. I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining this for me, I'm Donovan. I'm sorry. I think it's a song about like breaking up. Oh but, God! But, but that's just it's gone, speaks it's gone to now. the sort of value of the language, where it's just sort of nebulous in there. You can't really tell what it is. You know. Side note: If you eat chicken fingers here, have you ever had honey dill sauce? No. Is, there, is that something that's available that here? Is that a, one of the booths here? It. Because I'll eat that. It will probably be around. I feel like, but that I'll is eat like, it in 15 to 20 minutes. That is like a Winnipeg <laughs> thing. Honey dill sauce. That's what we have in our chicken fingers, oh, and really? most. Other places that are we've never heard of this. This Honey sounds weird. Bill? It's you'll, you'll have a hard time going back to like barbecue or whatever. It's, it's the best Jared, dipping sauce you'll ever have in your life. It's honey and dill and mayonnaise, and it oh, sounds yeah. disgusting, but it's amazing. Oh, that sounds fantastic it's, to me. It's amazing. It's so good. Anything that has mayonnaise in it is great, <laughs> isn't it? Basically, yeah. We were just in uh, in uh, where were we? Amsterdam and Belgium. Where they give you mayonnaise on the table and you don't have to feel like a piece of crap for yeah, wanting. as it should be. I agree. I know. That's right. Like, yeah. why not? It's just delicious on French fries. Why can't we admit that? And here in North America, everyone goes, it's like a little bit. A little gross. It's a little tacky to have it. Yeah. But in, in uh, not in Holland, I'll tell you, they just give it to you. They go, have at it. The Dutch know what's up. That's yeah, man. be it resolved. Send, it, <laughs> send, the, send the mayonnaise out. <laughs> so do you want to do a festival chatter now? Yeah. Okay. Um, festival chatter. So I assume that you have played a few of these types of things. Yeah, in I played your time. this one before, like three, yeah. two or three years ago or something. 2011, I think, maybe? I can't maybe. remember. Maybe. Something like that. It but was the one that got, uh, Wilco was the headliner and it got rained out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was actually, I think, even more recent than that. Two years ago. 2014. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 15, I think. Yeah, that was and such I a bummer. I standing side stage and watching, I guess it was Chris Freyer who was standing there. I got to watch him in the moments before he walked onto the stage 
and said, this is over. And didn't like, it was, I couldn't imagine having to do that. Like, I know, especially since a lot of people I think had been waiting for Wilco to play this festival for myself. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. So that was a, that was a bummer. Yeah. And then he had to walk out and be like, guess what? (laughs) This is over. (laughs) Yeah. Go pack (laughs) up your stuff. Get out. It's a tough job. Tough job. It's tough. But any other festival memories from Winnipeg Folk Fest? I um I remember just to hang I, I, the things that you remember as a musician is that like it's all your friends everybody Canada's so small that we all know each other yeah totally either vaguely or pretty well so it's just like everybody you haven't seen in a while is there and you get to sit on picnic tables and make jokes and it's <laughs> there's something crazy going on over there <laughs> it's crazy you just get to sit around and make jokes and drink uh, you know juice and stuff so it is really fun uh, it's always really that's the parts you remember is the fun is that type of stuff and the shows are fun too but yeah. honestly you're having so much fun backstage with all your friends that when somebody comes to get you to do the show you're like oh god yeah. well, it's like, trying yeah. to have a hang you yeah know? it's like a reunion yeah that's yeah. how it always feels what are some of your like if you were to give people like festival survival guide what would your tips be I just I think you know these are very boring for me I think that you gotta stay hydrated you gotta drink a ton of water because you don't want that heat thing and then also leave before you before you hit the wall leave before you that's hit a the good wall. one like re- when you don't go like don't let yourself hit the wall just like respect yourself and go home it's just music you can hear it on cds <laughs> and just get back to the hotel or wherever you stand and yeah. have a sit before you hit the wall because i feel like that's good advice is a nightmare yeah, yeah it is it is especially waiting in the line for the shuttle bus or wherever if you're already exhausted is a bad experience. I hit the wall last year unintentionally. I was not drinking, but like I got heat stroke, like full fledged heat stroke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Didn't even realize it. Then this year we were looking at like this little guy that's like, if these are your symptoms, like call nine one one and I had every single one of those symptoms last year. <laughs> I was good. like, got a file for deadline and I'm sitting in here like Yeah. Just checking them out. Yeah, it was awful. It was really bad. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, there was like heat exhaustion, which was like, here's all the things you can do to help the person and then for heat stroke it was literally just call nine one one. Isn't that sh- bad when you we should have done that. To, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, every time I've ever looked up the symptoms of something and it said go to the hospital, I've never no. went, and I'm still alive. It's fine. But you just you shake it go. off. You should go. You should say that in this thing that we should. You didn't go to the hospital. I did not. No, no. I went home and then threw up all night and then called my yeah. boss and said I couldn't come here the next day because yeah. I couldn't see straight. <laughs> my girlfriend had we. Uh, where were we? Um, the river or river fest or some at some year year ago or something when uh, and she got heat stroke and threw up the entire it's bad man yeah it's bad news do you find that it's the vibes cool. of festivals are different between regions or countries or oh yeah yeah I, mean the, I think the main thing well winnipeg and this is not just to toot winnipeg's horn winnipeg is highly organized and it is uh yes it's um refreshing to be present because a lot of the time at the festivals it's uh and everybody's used to it, so it's not like a inconvenience or bad. It's just like what a festival is. Here, you're pleasantly surprised by how efficiently it runs. And every other festival, you're just kind of like, this is what it's like. It's just, you know, it's volunteers. Everybody's trying their best. But it's an unbelievably <laughs> large logistical endeavor, and it takes a long time to get everything done. But Winnipeg is always surprisingly tickety-boo with all the, with all the logistical stuff, for sure. Actually, I'm going to pass this back to you because you wanted to talk about this third item. Oh, yeah. So Jared told me, this is how casual we are here. Jared told me that you have a lovely nickname. 
oh. that you've given yourself, Donnie Wu. Is it Donnie Wu? Yeah. <laughs> Said you refer to yourself as Donnie Wu, which I don't know. It's your nickname. I no, feel I like you should know this. I didn't give he it to myself. He told me that you gave it to yourself and that you refer to yourself as that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I get so so we went, then it sparked a conversation about hilarious nicknames. And can you give yeah. yourself a nickname or does a nickname have to be bequeathed upon you? I think you, ha- although I'll tell you, I think you have to, it has to be given to you by someone else. Um, I hope that people start calling me Donnie Wu, but nobody. Well, we'll really start. Calls we'll start right now. We'll set. That. We'll set the trend. Thank you. You're welcome. My friend Wes <laughs> has given himself three nicknames <laughs> successfully, and because he's just good, he would call himself Weezus, like Jesus, but with his name Weezus Wes. And then Makes he called think himself the Animal, and then he called himself the W Train. And <laughs> we, and I like that last one a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, and then Little Weasley also, Little <laughs> Weasley, and. I'll tell you, every time he comes up with a new one, we all just start saying it because he's just, that's what type of person It's follow he is. through, right? But Donnie Wu, I don't. Uh, Do you have uh, any other nicknames? I w- when I was a kid, my friends would call me high ass. <laughs> I, am I allowed to say ass on this? Yeah, thing? you can say ass. Um, it's okay. <laughs> because my ass is high. <laughs> it was, it's not anymore. Well, it, it's not anymore. But when I was a teenager, <laughs> it, if you were to look at a picture of me from behind, my ass did look high. And um, you said Jen off. She's done. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. <laughs> and so my friends and and still will every once in a while That's in Sarnia will call heard. me. <laughs> will go, hey, hi, ass. Will you get me a beer? And I know that they're that they're talking to me. Uh, which is not a that certainly is a case of a nickname that I did not give myself but because I, I that's not a flattering <laughs> nickname in any way and it stuck with you all these years I I'm sure you're pumped about it I got called it just last weekend so it's not <laughs> it's not out of the, it's not out of the, it's out of the system yet. yet it's not still yeah. working um, my friends call me the Big Lebarski because my oh, last, yeah. but I've never actually seen the movie The Big Lebowski. Oh, so right. they you just that's just it. one that's stuck for no reason. The Big Lebarski. I know, right? So then they'll shorten it just to just Lebarski and emails and whatever. We call my daughter sometimes um, Big Pretty because she's pretty and she's like she's a, a f- she's four, but she's like solid, solid girly. <laughs> and we call her the Big Pretty. I like the I literalness of that. Yeah. Jen, do you have nicknames? I know you do have a couple. Um, well, I have like all the nicknames that my husband has given me. So like, <laughs> which are not like not, like a dirty thing. It's just like, so he calls me Pidge, like short for pigeon. That's oh, a common one. Pidge. Um, but like, <laughs> but like they're, my friends don't really call me anything. Maybe like some have tried like to make Jayzo or Jay-Z happen, but I mean, Jay-Zo. those are taken because my last name is Zerati. So. Zerati. Yeah. And you're Jen. Yeah. Jay-Z. Yep. Or Jay-Zo. Jay-Z's cool. I know. But, like, it's taken. You should do it further and do, like, Hova, like, young Hova. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Hova from now on. Jigga. My partner is British, so he has hilarious, like, pet names. And he calls me Treacle. Treacle. Which sounds to me like a disease. But he says it's like a sweet, like, so- like a sugary sauce or something. But to me, I hate it when he calls me that because I'm like, it sounds like a, an illness. It sounds like what drips out of a wound. <laughs> right. Trickle. Right. Trickle. Right. Isn't it's, it? That? It's gross. I thought it was that. No, it's not. It's like a, it's like a syrupy, like a sweet sugar sauce. Yeah, I agree that with that, that's the problem. It's too close to the word trickle. trickle. <laughs> Maybe, but it's, I've yeah. Trickle. It's gross. I feel like I have heard it in a gross way, but maybe he knows. British people, they know the words. They yeah. made them up, right? Made them up. Can't can't argue with that. So after the break, we're going to do a little quiz that we made up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's folk bands. Is it, is it a name of a folk band or a name of a hipster restaurant in Winnipeg? And you're going to oh. have to tell the difference. I can do that. Okay. 
folk band or local business. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna dispense the quiz. Okay. Okay. So, folk band or local business? First one is the Warren Treaty. The Warren Treaty? The War and Treaty. The Warren Treaty. That's a business. You're wrong. Is that a band? It's a band. It's a cool name. It's a band playing here, here, in fact. That's a really cool name, actually. Okay, next one. Fourth. What is it? Fourth. Fourth. Restaurant. Correct. Yes. Good job. Uh, mandolin Orange. That's a band. Yes. Playing here. Yeah. Uh, it could be a good, that's a good restaurant name, though, it, too. It, it, I yeah. The Ship and Anchor. That's a got to be a pub. It is. You're right. Whew. In Gimli, so not quite local, but uh, Front Country. Brunt country? Front country. Front country. That's a band. You're right. It is uh, a band. They got, that's a, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that name. <laughs> uh, I wish them all the best, though. <laughs> Sugar Blooms. Sugar Blues? Sugar Blooms. I hope it's a restaurant. It is a bakery, yes. You were oh, correct. Oh, good, good. That's a good bakery name. Uh, Margot and Maud. Folk duo or uh, local business? I'm going to say it's a duo. It's a band. It is a clothing store. Oh. <laughs> Elephant and Castle. Oh, that's a restaurant. Yes, you got that one. <laughs> See, we, we, have to, we have to throw we, some softballs. We had that in Sarnia. Uh, Valley Queen. Valley Queen? Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a like a store. I think it's a hipster store. It is a band. Oh. <laughs> Oak and Lily. That sounds like a Nashville store. There's so many stores in Nashville called something, ampersand, something else. Uh, I think it's a store. You're right. It's a florist. <laughs> I'm pick. Uh, Harrow Fair. Harrow Fair. Yeah. It's a band. It's a band. <laughs> and finally, Deer and Almond. Deer and Almond? Yep. That sounds like a Nashville thing, too. There's a store in Nashville called Rich Hippies. That's amazing. a kid's store. What? A hippie clothes for kids. And I, there's never been a more literal. <laughs> it is literally just a store for rich hippies. I want to say that one is a band also. It is a restaurant. It's a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a viable game. It is hard. I, I because it's viable. Yeah. That it's pleases me deeply. It's a so real game. Thanks. Thanks for playing along. It's not hard. I mean, it's not easy. It's no, it's not. It's easy. See? <laughs> There's some thought behind this. Yeah. Um, we also tend to end the podcast talking about what we're reading, watching, and listening to. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, how about you, Donnie Wu? What you doing? I am reading um, David Sedaris's new book right now. Oh, is it good? It just came out. Yeah. Yeah. That guy is never, never disappoints. He's wonderful. Uh, I'm reading that, and I'm reading a book uh, by Lauren Groff, but I can't remember the title of it right now. But there's a tiger on the front of it. It's also short stories. And uh, yeah, I'm always reading like two or three at the same time. I'm also kind of vaguely reading that President is Missing book that Bill Clinton wrote. With oh David. yeah. It's a good plain reader for me. Yeah. yeah. I'm reading, uh, I think she's a Gillian, not a Jillian, but Gillian Flynn's Sharp Objects. Oh, yeah, the Gone Girl Woman. Is that yes. Because right? yeah, yeah. it's becoming a HBO miniseries starring Amy Adams that debuts on Sunday night. You like to read the book. And I do go, like to read the book beforehand. This isn't as good as the book. <laughs> well, it's also so that I'm not just imagining like Amy Adams' face the whole time. That's right. That's good. Idea. But this book is disturbing, so I'm very curious to see what they're going to do. Yeah. I think uh, Jean-Marc Vallée, who directed Big Little Lies, is also directing this again. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it should be good. How about you, Aaron? I always cover the lowbrow portion of this segment. <laughs> so, uh, like, most of reality television. So this new one started on ABC called The Proposal. Have either of you heard about this? No. 
It's the same creators as The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelor. But basically, I have watched The Bachelor recently, and I <laughs> thought it was really great. <laughs> basically, there's one suitor who like sits behind the shadowed wall, and you can only see their outline. And then women, sometimes men, but mostly women, will like literally parade themselves out, and and uh, there's like a bikini portion, and it's like it's like a beauty pageant, but to like win a proposal from a, one person. Yeah. From an unknown person. From an unknown person who they've nev- never met, and it is the most. And they're the walkout, and the announcer will do the most ridiculous bios, be like, Sheila is a nurse, but she also got dumped last week and wants to like blah, blah, blah. like it's the craziest thing i've ever oh, seen in my life i'll watch that that watch sounds that. morally questionable it is it is to the point where even i who loves the most worst like the like the worst television in the world could not watch an entire episode so you know i feel like we've reached a low point in reality tv oh yeah but that's but it, uh, i don't know the bachelor is like God, it's something to it to sit around with a loved one and just hate, true. hate on the people it's that are true. on it. It's a real joy. And I like to do that with even the like um, home repair shows that <laughs> my girlfriend watches all the HGTV shows. Oh, yeah, like Property Brothers and stuff. I like to watch those stuff. people mm-hmm. and be angry at the people on those shows in a major way. And uh, Like angry at the job that they're doing? Just or how, like, like s- weirdly entitled. Like we were watching, just this morning we were watching one called Lakefront Property. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Where they're buying, it's just a bunch of people trying to buy a lakefront property. And these people, like, they're <laughs> like, they're like, this isn't a master bedroom. I don't consider this a master Like, just the entitlement yeah. is insane you're, it, you're right. It's crazy. Like, there'll be like, like the shows about like buying your first house or whatever yeah. and there'll be like literal children being like, well, this doesn't have 10 bedrooms and a pool, yeah. so yeah. screw it. Like, they always go, the thing I always like is they always go, oh, well, there's a backyard here. Our dog will like that. Like, <laughs> What? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, a dog will like it outside. Yeah, yeah, of course he will. What a what an amazing revelation about the <laughs> outside. Yeah, dogs like it out of doors. Yeah. Well, we want to thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks, it's guys. been a blast to have you on thank the pod. Uh, as always, you can catch up on whatever we're working on at WinnipegFreePress.com. You can also e- email us at BearTheLead at WinnipegFreePress.com. Is it lead spelled in an L-E-D-E way? Or? You, oh, you wow. better believe it. Yeah, creative. Yes. Yes. Why do they spell it like that? Yes, they. Okay. The, our listeners know already because we've been through this before. Oh, you've talked also, about it. and I've told this joke before, but I'm going to tell it again. We decided that in terms of journalism names, bury yeah. the lead was sounded better than Nutgraph. Nutgraph is which a was gross a thing that they do say. You people it do is. say right. It is a gross thing. And we then people do say. What I think of is the lead spelled weird. Nutgraph, which is gross, and yep. then that dash thirty dash thing. Yes. Whatever that means. That means the end of the article, the yeah. end of the story. That's yeah. it. And the this is the end of this story. I know. I know, I know. Why not? But um, <laughs> but this is the end of this podcast, so we'll throw a 30 on this. But you can follow us on social media. I'm at Jen Zerati on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Naya Rebel on Twitter and Instagram. And we will And, oh, we should, y- oh, yeah, you should, what's yours? Yeah, because you have a good Twitter. Oh, uh, Donovan Woods. All D-O-N-O-V-A-N-W-O-O-D-S on Twitter and everywhere. Everything is that. Perfect. Yeah. Now go for it. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>